0: Love uh-huh. You're listening to 101.9 Light FM. Pamela out in Dundalk. Joe just wanted to send you a very special message. He's out at work tonight, but he's thinking about you. Uh, that was Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warrens. I, I didn't know that that was Joe Cocker. I, I don't know why that song is in my head today. I think, uh, I think it's because today is... Weighted Wednesday. woo flexing. Uh, (laughs) um, I, I, I'm just happening to wear a, I, I'm realizing that I, I wear a gym shirt on these more often than I probably should. Uh, but sometimes that's just kind of what I'm wearing and I like to keep this authentic and we're talking about a couple gym related things today anyway. So, uh. Maybe that's why I was thinking about lift. Lord, lift us up where we belong. Just, you know, this classic lifting song. This guy's shirtless in this video. Um, Yeah, anyway, good to be here. Happy Wednesday to you. Uh, I got a couple things. I'm going to try to keep it more lighthearted today. Uh, I, I find myself alternating between complete, uh, just directionless nonsense like Monday, and then yesterday, where we spent about an hour and a half discussing <laughs> election fraud and uh, the terms and conditions on on your Apple agreements. So maybe today we'll go on the ebb and flow. The pendulum will swing back to something a little bit more casual. It's hump day, as they say. Um, I've discussed in the past that Wednesday actually might be my least favorite day of the week. Um, I know for most people it's Monday, but I think there's a solid case for Wednesday. I I personally feel like Monday, at least for me, and, and this could be different. If you hate your job and you hate your life, then you hate Monday because Monday is generally when you have to go back to your real life. Now, depending on how you define real life, is your real life your work life or is your real life your home life? That's a tough question because on a pure time basis, five days of your week are devoted to work in general. And only two are reserved for your personal life. So one could make the argument that your real life is your work life. I did see a tweet a while ago, a while ago, that uh, said, damn, the point of life is really just hanging out with your friends. And uh, that was oddly profound to me because it kind of is. Like, if you think about it, everything you do, you work, you make money, you invest the money to make more money on top of that money so you can have a house and essentially, you know, all the money you accrue is to do shit you want to do. So the point of life is, is just to be able to do the shit you want to do, which for me is mostly involving my friends. I can't really think of too many things I want to do that don't involve, like, other people. I've been thinking about going to Europe this summer. I've been thinking about it. My bank has been thinking that that's not an option for me. So my bank and I <laughs> actually disagree on my Euro trip this summer. But uh, maybe I'll talk them into it. Um, anyway, uh, a, a couple Twitter things I wanted to get into. Um regarding the gym and regarding uh more leaks potentially of two celebrities I don't care about. But before I do, um I, I'll just open up with the one semi political related thing that I'm I plan on talking about today. And that is uh not so much the thing itself, but just the state of content, political content specifically in today's day and age. It is impossible, and I mean virtually impossible anymore, to find full original content on the internet. Last night, apparently, Fox News held a Trump Town Hall hosted by Lauren Ingram of The Ingram Angle once again with those classic Fox News show names the alliterative last name with something that sounds newsy the Faulkner Focus Tucker Carlson was the only one who was just like it's Tucker Carlson it wasn't the fucking the Carson Call you can't cook the tuck I remember those compilations. I was watching those You Can't Cuck the Tuck compilations back when they first came out in like 2015. I don't even think they are made anymore. It's crazy to think how many uh, content creators that were like really popping off back then. 1791L was making great documentaries uh, in the mid-2010s to probably like late-2010s, and then they just completely just stopped. It was weird. I don't know if they're a different channel now or what, but there's a lot of people I used to consume, consume uh, that no longer do shit. Then you have me who has never been consumed my content has never been consumed by anyone and I'm still I'm still I'm still going, so you know, more than ever now. Uh, but anyway, it's fucking impossible. It's fucking impossible. like I googled. The, and this isn't the first time this has happened. This happens virtually every time. The last time, most recent time this happened, was um, the the DeSantis-Gavin Newsom debate. I wanted to watch the Gavin Newsom versus Ron DeSantis debate. This is before Ron DeSantis had uh, dropped out of the uh, Republican primary. So this is like a, a couple months ago, I guess. And I had to like go on to an alternate search engine that wasn't Google, Google, uh, because Google is obviously the search engine, um, and 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 go scroll down like six, maybe I want to say at least three pages before I found, finally found this obscure um, live stream repost, like it was originally a live stream, of this random chick who I guess has like a podcast or whatever, and she was just live streaming the debate while kind of doing a little bit of commentary like every now and then she wasn't that bad with it like she just kind of like it was kind of like more like a react video she didn't like stop it like a actual like if you watch like a news show they'll like pl- they'll like stop it and like talk uh, f- about that subject longer than the actual uh, debate itself addresses that subject this chick would just kind of like She was just kind of like a heckler in the audience, basically. She was just sitting there, and, like, every now and then, somebody would, like, tip her a couple, like, coins. I don't know what the fuck uh, website she was on. But that's, like, a given. Whenever you're live streaming, you just have to hear, like, a ding. Thanks. Thanks, Big Blue. Appreciate it. You can't make it four seconds into a live stream without hearing that. So it was that every now and then. And then she would just, like, kind of read off some funny comments. Like, he does look like a witch. You know, just like the dumbest, lowest IQ level commentary that could possibly accompany a presidential slash not presidential debate. Um, But that was the only way I could watch the thing. And luckily, like I said, she didn't talk too much because there's a lot of those. Well, they'll just talk. They won't even have the, the decency to stop the debate to discuss it. They'll just talk over top of it and have it in the background, and that's the best you can do anymore. I've been I've been thinking for a while now that it, 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 we kind of live in a media culture now where you're kind of not even really able or encouraged in any way to watch the original full content. It's kind of, it, it's like pre- like when your mom cuts your steak for you when you're a little kid or your pancakes. Mommy, can you cut my pancakes for me? That's how the media gives you information now. Like, why do we, every video is uh, uh, everything you need to know about the Trump Town Hall in seven minutes. And so they they, call, they clip out what they want you to see, what they think is important, what they think advances their narrative and show you that. And so now you, instead of watching a full hour to hour and a half uh, interview, essentially, you, you get seven minutes of uh, contextless clips and biased commentary accompanying it. So that's not exactly objective information, content, whatever. So you have the clips, then you have, what else do you have? The reaction videos, those are the worst. Everything's a fucking reaction video. You type in something like, uh, you know, I I was going to use Drake leak as an example. That's obvious why you can't find that on YouTube. But like something like something that is perfectly appropriate, like uh, I don't know, let's say let's say there's like a football injury that went viral and you type in like uh, whatever. I don't want to curse any. I don't want to jinx anybody by using a real player, but like Steve Jones uh, knee break or whatever. There's a, there's a Steve Jones in the NFL right now. It's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> Steve Jones, leg injury. And you type it in on YouTube, and it's, it, the entire page is reaction videos. It's a guy watching it and reacting. Oh! Oh, oh shit! Damn, that shit snapped right in half. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the video you get. You get to watch someone else watch it. What the fuck kind of culture is this? I just want to see the goddamn video. And that's fine if it's something trivial like an injury. I mean, it's not fine. It's still annoying. But at least it, it doesn't really actually affect my life. But when it comes to actual content, like a, an hour to an hour and a half interview with the, the Republican candidate for president. And this is not just on the Republican side. This isn't just Fox News. This is everyone. I mean, it's, it, if they do a 60 Minutes with Biden or something like that, even that, it, it, you are hard-pressed to f- you really, really, really have to try to find that entire interview because what you will find if you type it in are three to five minute clips and that's it. Or news anchors the next day talking about the thing from last night. And, and, and a lot of it has to do with, I mean, look, there's obviously the full conspiracy head thing that I am totally one to entertain and and that's why I'll, I'll entertain it right now uh, that th- the they the elites the powers that be that's that's my favorite one the powers that be not the powers that are no 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 not the powers that is even though I do like that one. The powers that is don't want us to see these videos. No. The powers that be. They benefit when us, the public, the proletariats, the have nots, have not the ability of consuming full, unbiased, objective content for our own discretion and interpretation. No, they would rather cut it up into little bite-sized pieces that they like, that they think support what they already want you to think, and go, here you go, Billy. I cut up your news for you. Let me know. Now make sure you don't drop anything on yourself here. Okay, just, you know slow, that's, that's how, that's, that, they, they, they benefit from that. And so I have no doubt that, uh, that there's, a, a in large portion that is involved. Um, secondly, and this kind of goes hand in hand. I think these two things aren't separate things. They're kind of two sides of the same coin. The second thing is corporate media, legacy media, is a failing and dying industry and format in general. And you see this with newspapers, uh, magazines, and, and, you know, of course, uh, you know, with with Fox News, CNN, MSNBC – these legacy news uh, agencies that they're trying to monetize every single bit of content they can because it's the only way that they can stay afloat or justify their existence you know uh, people aren't watching cable news anymore I, i've been, I actually stopped I made a conscious decision to stop referring to legacy media as mainstream media because it's it's counterintuitive um and and a false it's a misnomer it literally to call it mainstream media is misleading because it implies that those companies those cable news networks are the mainstream. That's what most people consume as news. You know, that's that's the primary source of news for, for the American public. And then you have little offshoots, streams, and puddles of, you know, other, you know, independent. That's not the case at all. It's actually literally the reverse. So, you know, if you look at the viewership on, like, Anderson Cooper or any given Fox News show besides maybe the 5 with Greg Gutfeld, he's pretty cool. Um Rachel Maddow on MSNBC. Their views are like almost pathetic. Like if you actually look into the viewership they have, it's 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 embarrassing. I think CNN tried to make like a streaming platform and it went under in like a month or two because these companies are kind of just existing off of uh, the public's just kind of generalized interpretation that a lot of people watch them. Like CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, those three. I'm just going to refer to them as those three from now on because I, I I don't feel the need to repeat those three every time. So the big three, uh, people, I guess, just assume that someone else is watching it. But then when you actually look at the numbers, you realize that like guys like Joe Rogan, who's not a n- journalist or whatever, but like... He's more relevant than any guy on CNN or Fox or anything like that. There, I go back to saying the individual names again. You know, Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson's doing fine. He's doing a daily thing that I think he releases on X. And then, oh my God, did I just call Twitter X? Oh my God, it's happening. I'm becoming my worst enemy. Talker does his daily thing on Twitter, I believe, and it's also on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. That's how most people consume media, and I feel like what the legacy media companies don't get is, dude, the only way you're going to be able to stay relevant And this is the same thing, like I said, about the newspapers and stuff, is to create content that people actually can engage with and trust and feel like is authentic and make it as available as possible for people to consume. And then you can monetize it. With the what the legacy media companies and the newspapers are trying to do is try to squeeze every last cent out of the limited fan base or audience that they still have. And that's kind of, it could be one of two things. It could be that they are just that naive to to not know that that's probably the worst thing you could do and a, and a sure track to eventual, uh, extinction, or they are already aware that they're on the way out. And much like, you know, a slumlord trying to squeeze every last penny out of a property that, that that they have before it gets condemned. They are trying to squeeze every last penny out of, uh, that audience that they can before they become completely extinct. So I don't know which one it is. Uh, it could be one or the other, or it could be both. But the point is, you look at guys like, uh, I mean, anybody. Name anybody who, uh, the uh, Crystal and Sager are, are a good example, I guess, or the Young Turks, Steven Crowder, guys like that that, you know, and that's I'm not, I was gonna go into deeper guys like Alex Jones and shit, but not even them because Alex Jones is not on YouTube. Alex Jones is an example of a guy who was who was booted from YouTube a while ago. It's been so long I almost can't I can't remember. I can't believe there was a time when you could just watch his show on YouTube or like a lot of it, uh, uh, clips from a show and stuff. Um, but I'm talking about guys who just. So, so Alex Jones, you kind of do need to go to a separate website, and he's got like a billion ads on his shows, and it's honestly kind of uh, annoying uh, to the. P- it's tedious to the point where it's almost hard to listen to. Like, I enjoy the show; I find it very entertaining, um, and in some, w- in many ways, informative. I understand that he definitely embellishes a lot and dramatizes shit, but I think for the most part, he's he's on the right track. Um, but the ads get like tedious. It's like tough. But that's the only way he can support himself Um, because he has to, I guess, he's not able to get his show out to a wider audience um, because he's been banned from all major media platforms. So whatever audience actually goes out of their way to navigate to his website, InfoWars, uh, he needs to sell as much advertising slot uh, time as he can. But guys like you know, think of podcasters for instance, Theo Vaughn, Tim Dillon, guys like that. Um, you know, they're making tons of money, and sure, they have a Patreon, uh, whatever. Um, but they're they're getting so many views. Uh, that they're able to do a slot for Magic Spoon cereal or something like that or whatever. And that that these are just like kind of like. Lower level, like B lists, uh, B to C list celebrities. I don't know what I would consider, um, like guys like Tim Dillon, Shane Gillis, and stuff like that. I, I would, I would say, I guess B list, yeah, B list celebrities. Like if CNN had the uh, had the balls, or Fox News had the balls, to just put out like legit content, they could kind of pair that with, um the you know the history that they already have uh, you know uh, ideally they wouldn't have completely ruined their reputation um and but they could they could like when they had tucker carlson people liked tucker carlson tucker carlson was the best thing on fox news and of course he 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 was ousted um but tucker was driving people to Fox News that otherwise wouldn't watch it. I don't watch Fox News. I find it annoying just like I find CNN annoying. Like whenever I turn on either channel, it's just they're talking about the most inane, irrelevant, alarmist shit. that, and And usually none of which has anything to do with anything that actually matters on any given day. So I just find it annoying. So I don't watch it. But I did watch Tucker Carlson. It, they could have ran with that harder and may instead of not having his show available on YouTube to watch after it aired. Look that's see, that's what I'm saying. It's stupid. You like we live in an a a day and age now where people have access to media, okay? What This is not the 90s anymore. If you like a song, you can listen to that song. There are a million ways to listen to that song for free. I can go on YouTube right now and type in pretty much any song that was ever made and listen to it for free. Right now. So record companies had to find a new way to monetize... Recorded music. People can go on the internet right now and search any podcast, any any news, any any like uh, you know independent news show or whatever, and get it for free. Whenever they want, they don't have to wait for a time slot. They know it comes out at this time on any given day, but maybe they are at work at that time or whatever. They could pop it on later and watch it for free. That is the state of content in 2024 and has been the state of content for over a decade. So you have these ancient dinosaur relics of businesses like Legacy Media who think they're going to air their show at a specific time of night on a given day, like it's fucking Seinfeld in 1993. And then, if you didn't catch it on your cable news channel, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, gotta say all three. If you didn't happen to be available and watching cable TV like we all do, at that time, on that day, then, then you have to have, like, a subscription to Fox News or something like that. Or say, to you have to have a subscription to these media companies to watch their content. Who the fuck is going to do that? Why would I pay money To watch your shit content when I could watch better content for free. Better content that isn't uh, entirely beholden to these donors and these contributors and these advertisers and all this extra shit. Newspapers, same thing. Nobody fucking reads a newspaper. Half of the articles online are fucking AI generated anyway. And so finally, I Google something that let's say the Baltimore Sun happens to have written an article about. And I go, oh, perfect. My local newspaper has written an article that is relevant to my life. Allow me to consume this media, allow me to give them my readership. And I click on the article and it's a fucking $10, $15 a month subscription to read the fucking article. Well, guess what? Do you think I'm going to pay $15 fucking dollars to read one article? No. I'm going to fucking hit the back button and see if I can find something else for free because this is 2024. And so the newspaper companies, like the legacy media companies, are taking any chance they actually have at people actually giving a fuck about their content and and building a wall, gatekeeping it. Hey, I know you don't want to watch our shit, But even if you did, we wouldn't let you unless you paid money. And we're like, we're not going to pay money. We already don't want to watch it. You're like, good. Because even if you did want to, it it would cost you. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Okay. Okay. Good job, Legacy Media. Good job, uh, newspapers. Good job, magazines. Good job having no idea how to exist in the modern world. Take it from me. I average about, what, five, six views a video? For free? (laughs) Take it from me. You don't know how to market yourself. (laughs) Legacy Media. The Baltimore Sun. You keep it up. You're going to be fucking recording in this fucking studio. Uh, anyway, what the fuck was that? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so, so there's that. Um, I, I, here I am segueing back into what I was talking about. Like I didn't just go on a fucking 20-minute rant. And even I forgot the reason I brought it up. The reason I brought it up originally, and I, I, I'm going to hop off this topic in a second, but I just want to tie it back in. To what I was originally talking about, just so there's some level of uh, sense to this conversation. Um, I listed out two reasons why it's so hard to find full original content uh, on the internet anymore. The first of which was uh, special interest groups having, uh, a- a- and uh, you know, powers uh, that be having a vested interest in limiting the public's availability to consume objective, uh, full original content as opposed to uh, curated, uh, clipped up, and uh, editorialized content that they can reinforce their narrative on the subject matter. That that was a great sentence. That was a great sentence. I got to give myself a pat on the back. Wow. Lots of words. Good job. Second reason, reason number two is that the companies themselves are gatekeeping their content to try to squeeze every last penny out of their audience that they can, which is actually having an adverse effect and isolating them more and more from the public conversation. Those are the two uh, reasons why you can't find shit on the internet, summed up in two very Impressive sentences. I'm printing out those past two sentences and put on my fucking wall. I'm gonna put it behind me. I'm gonna take it out in that fucking live from the studio sign and putting up just a loose leaf paper with that sentence written on it. Anyway, um, moving forward into the reason we're all here on Wait Wednesday. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the gym. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, a thing, a conversation we've all seen, a conversation we've all had about, you know, gym chicks. This has been a, this has been a meme for at least two years now. At, I would say at least a year and a half, if not two years. I feel like once everybody was allowed to go back to the gym <coughs> after COVID, this was like the first gym-related topic of conversation that came with it. Because obviously no one was making gym memes when gyms were closed. Um, And I don't really remember this being a thing Uh, pre-COVID. But definitely, you know, 2022, 2023 for sure. And that is the classic chicks filming themselves at the gym, chicks filming guys looking at them like that don't know they're being filmed and just like kind of like doing whatever. And this has sparked a pretty, I think, uh, I would even dare say productive conversation. I think many people would not describe the conversation about this topic as productive. I I would. I think it is. I think it is important to actually examine what the hell uh, it is that we're doing. When we're at the gym and, and to what level can you hold certain people accountable for their actions in public? Um I I guess I'll start off should I start off with the two clips that made me think about this today, or should I introduce the topic with just some but you know what? Let's just let's just go to the clip one. Let's go to clip one, just to kind of get some juices flowing, you know. Clip number one. So this, of course, is going to take a second because why not? Um, do I have the capacity to full screen? Yes, I do. There we go. In. So this guy in the background's like saying shit to her. Try spending more time working out. Time working out. It'll help a lot more. This guy is literally talking shit while he's busting out a set, too. That's pretty impressive. Um, Now, this is kind of the reverse of... uh, And I'll get into what I think about this. It may surprise you. Um, It may not, depending on what you think of me as a person. Um but uh, this kind of this is kind of the blowback effect of the previous conversation because this conversation originally started as women posting on social media um about like you know them just having their camera set up while they're working out usually dressed in extremely revealing tight clothing leaving very little to the imagination to say the least, to put it lightly, um, and kind of just like exposing guys that like you they that get caught on the camera like taking a, taking a look, checking it out, and so this caused a lot of men. I, I obviously I would say mostly men were were ticked off about this, and and probably I I, I would imagine a decent amount of women were kind of defending men as well. But it brought up the conversation of like, look, you know, there's a difference between being aggressive and uh, like to the point where you're making someone uncomfortable by looking at them. That's one thing. Like if you're if you're staring down a chick to the point where like they literally feel awkward and like are avoiding eye contact and like whatever, that's that's like predatorial kind of, like, weird, cre- obviously creepy behavior. Um, uh, but that's not really what we were seeing in these videos. We were kind of seeing, like, uh, guys just, like, taking an opportunity to, like, check out a girl's ass while she's squatting, like, without her knowing. Um, and I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's totally fine. At least I hope it's totally fine, because I do it all the fucking time. Who doesn't? What guy doesn't check out a hot chick when she's not looking? But I mean, how do you know if a girl's hot? <laughs> if you never look at her? You know? What am I only supposed to look at a girl when she's talking to me? Only look when spoken to? Like obviously you're checking you're seeing women, you're noticing them. And if you notice something Above and beyond, you might take a second look or, you know, give yourself an extra second on the look. Who knows? But the last thing most men want to do is get caught looking. I, I think the only time you want to get, I think the only time maybe you do want to get caught looking is if you're at a bar or something like that where it's kind of more a thing like gym is not the the gym is not the place to uh be like hitting on chicks obviously i've never i don't think I've ever spoken to a girl at the gym maybe one or two sentences max like oh are you using that I'm not gonna count that obviously are you using it that? that's not that's not speaking to a chick or a girl uh yeah I can't think of one time um Cause it's, it's just kind of, it's, I've seen guys do it, black guys, cause they have a different swag, black guys have a different swag, you know, they can do that shit, you know, I don't know if the girls necessarily appreciate it, but from my perspective, it seems like more kind of just like, whatever, I remember I had this guy named uh, Chris, who, who worked, who worked out at my gym a while ago, real good looking black guy, a little bit older than me, and he was like, cause he, he, he like, he was killing it at the gym, at least from everything I could gather. You know, he he had seen this girl, he was talking to that girl, whatever. He was killing it. And we would kind of chat back and forth or whatever. And he was like, "All oh, you got I was like, man, how are, you, how are you pulling all these girls to the gym? It's crazy. Like, I never even fucking talked to a girl at the gym. And he was like, man, all you got to do is just walk up to her and say... <sighs> I've been noticing you really making a lot of improvements, you know, on your body and everything. You've been really working hard in here. Like, some type of thing like that that's like, I don't know how to describe it, but coming out of a white man's mouth, it just hits different. Like, he just gave me some very obvious black eye advice that I was like, Chris, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm wearing fucking high socks and short shorts right now. I'm wearing a subway cutoff. This isn't exactly my play. This isn't my game. I got my own game. To some degree. A little bit. And that's not it. But thank you for the advice. I'll keep that in mind. I'll talk about it on my podcast. Um, so there are those type of guys. But, but I'm not one of those guys. And, and those guys really are, are like rare breeds. Those guys are like, uh, you know, unicorns almost that like actually are good at and and actually pursue talking to girls at gyms, at the gym. But a bar is like, you know, you're there. People are out. You're drinking. It's a social environment. You're there to be around people. You're not, you're not there happening to be around people unless you're like an alcoholic. Because that would be that going to the bar like you go to the gym. Like, I just want to go to the bar and I just want to. Put in work drinking. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm going to have my headphones in. I'm just going to, you know, put my nose to the grindstone and just start pounding booze. That's not good, right? Like, you at least had to pretend you're there for something other than just getting trashed. So, like, when you go into a public social environment, you know, it's a different vibe. It's a different thing. And so maybe if you do see a girl from across the bar, That you think is attractive, there's a way to kind of like look, catch eye contact, and like, you know, see if there's anything there. Like, see if she gives you a look back, see if she flashes you a smile, whatever. These are all things I've heard about in theory. These, like, I've done these things I have ever had, you know, this is not me talking from personal experience. This is just. These are things that seem like cool things that happen to cool people. Um, but that's fine. So that's, that's an example of a time when maybe you do want to get caught a little bit. Like you're looking, and maybe, you, maybe you're not hoping to get caught, but when you do get caught, you're like, okay, well, here's an opportunity to see if there's anything here. But on the outside of that, guys, you know, we look, we notice, and girls notice too. Girls notice guys you you know, if, if you pay attention, you can check, you can catch girls checking you out too. It's no different. I mean, it's a little bit different. Guys are definitely, guys are definitely more, uh, egregious with it. I'm not going to sit here and say we're not, uh, guys are more wired that way, you know, um, to notice that stuff. And like, I think, I feel like girls really can just go to the gym and just like check out and just like, I'm just going to go in here. I'm going to do my squats. I'm going to do that thing that all the girls do where we like lay on our back and do the hip thrusts, the chick thing. I'm going to do that. And I'm just going to fucking, you know, guys are like, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to put in more. Ooh. Like we, we want to focus. And we do for the most part. But it's you can you can throw us off our game for a couple seconds if you walk by in the right in the right outfit. Um, but that's just dudes. So, I think people were kind of uh, annoyed at uh, this insinuation that women should expect to not even even be, like, a man should not even look in the general direction of a female at the gym. And that's just preposterous, especially when you tack on the next level of this argument, which is also true. Which is most of these videos in question were girls wearing extremely revealing uh, clothing. Now, I know where a person who... I know where I I have like an imaginary version. uh, I have like an imaginary um, uh, enemy in my head. Like the person that disagrees with me on everything I say. Um, And I feel like I'm constantly arguing with that person. I'm I'm I, I I'm 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 trying to convince that person right now this imaginary anti-me, Tim Spolesky. Tim Spolesky thinks everything I say is trash, and so it's my job to make my imaginary antagonist Tim Spolesky, agree with me. And I know that right now Tim Spolesky is saying, "Oh, so here we go. It's uh, oh, so we're victim blaming, and we're gonna say we're gonna blame what she was wearing. Really, dude." Is that where you're at in this conversation? No, Tim. I'm not saying she deserves it. But I will say that I'm not going to allow you to attempt to convince me that girls that wear these type of outfits, particularly, you know, Shit like this, you know, I'm not complaining. I don't think anyone's complaining except for that guy in the video. I don't think that she is unaware of what's going on back there, especially since she went through the added effort of pulling up the back of her shirt just so you didn't miss an inch. So, okay, I'm going to wear the classic uh, short-as-possible gym shorts. And they're also going to be the kind that are like cut to wedge up my ass crack, just so there's not a single aspect of the shape of my ass left to your imagination. And then, just in case this pesky shirt gets in the way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bundle it up. And then film it from the back. Now, I'm doing lateral pull-downs, which is a front... Uh, I mean, it's, it's technically a back exercise, but I feel like it's best observed from the front if you're doing this for, like, educational purposes. Like, I don't know. I guess you could, in theory, uh, watch from the, any angle. But maybe it's just, maybe it's just very convenient that, that she opted uh, for this angle. Maybe, you know, well, I would have filmed it from the front, but I just felt like this. You got a better uh, view of my form from the back. Yes, we certainly did. We certainly did. Um, you're, the, there's got to be some level of expectation of being noticed when you wear clothes that ask to be noticed. We're human beings. All of us, men, women, we're human beings. Is that a groundbreaking statement? Should I I repeat that? Just in case you didn't catch that? Most of us are sexual beings. We find other human beings attractive... We notice when other human beings are attractive and when certain human beings present themselves in an extremely sexual manner because that's kind of what it is. And I'm saying kind of because I'm trying to tread lightly because I don't want Tim to interrupt me with his liberal bullshit talking points. What else is it? What else is it? Is this an outfit for peak functionality? Is that what I'm watching here? Is she not able to get the same workout in unless she's wearing uh, short shorts wedged up into her ass crack with the back of her shirt pulled up so you can see them? Is that the only way you can get like a full lat pull down going I don't think so I really don't think so So she's aware of what she's doing When girls come to the gym dressed like that they know they're hot When they're filming themselves working out in these outfits they know they're hot And what do people do when we see hot people looking especially hot? We look. We look. So yes, kind of ridiculous that that was ever a thing. And the girls who are posting and trying to expose these men, catching them, look at them while they're working out in their fucking non-existent clothing they were quickly called to task. That being said, in this video, which I will play again, I have two questions. Question number one. Did she not hear him at the time of the video? Because it didn't really look like she reacted. That's not how I would have reacted. I would have fucking beaten his ass, bro. Why didn't she beat his ass? Why didn't this chick walk over there and just beat this dude's ass? That's what I would have done. What the fuck you say to me, bud? the fuck you say to me, boy? Yeah, I got my shirt pulled up. Show this fat ass. Ain't no fucking problem with that, son? That's what I would have done. This chick did not do that. Um, My second question is, is this fake? And I'm leaning about I'm going to go I'm, I'm 60% sure this is fake which is still a lot of leeway for it being real I'm more convinced this is real than the next one we're about to watch Um, especially if he knew that she was listening to her headphones in this video and wouldn't hear her at the time he said it and would only hear it when <laughs> she plays it back. That's honestly low key cool. Which leads me to my next thing: is this is the guy out of line? And the answer is yes. The answer is yes. I know I built up to this, um, with a speech about how women are you know are totally aware of what they what they look like when they go to the gym and and what they're presenting to the public and blah, blah blah. However, um. I do believe that the guy is out of line for saying shit like this to her in person at the gym. I feel like that's just, it's just, it's a bridge too far, you know? Unless they, like, know each other and have had a conversation. Maybe there was a conversation that they had prior where maybe this was a situation potentially where... She caught him looking at her in a different video, called him out on her, called him out on it, and then his reply is saying shit like this. Or maybe, um, less deep than that, um, she just mentioned that he was in her camera angle and asked if he could whatever or something, and maybe they got into a little tiff, and then his reply was, this sounds like a response. He, what this guy says sounds like a response. It doesn't sound like these are two people that have never exchanged a word in life prior to this moment. And then in the middle of her set and in the middle of his set, he just decides to go off about the fact that she's filming. That that doesn't seem natural. It seems much more likely that they had some sort of disagreement at some point, probably most likely right before this clip started. And then she started it at the point where he was saying something. That's, I, I actually, at this point, that, I, am no longer, uh, thinking that this video is fake, um, cause the only reason I did think it could be fake is because it just seemed kind of unnatural, again, for, for this guy to just randomly just spurt this out. Like, that's weird. But now that I'm considering, you know, that this is just a clip from a longer disagreement that, you know, she obviously just posted this portion because it helps her case. Um, Now I, I actually am thinking that this is a real video. And now that there is likely some context to this, I'm going to reverse my previous judgment. I know that probably shocked a lot of you, that think I'm like a misogynist douchebag or whatever you fucking think I am, um, that I said the guy was out of line. And that probably shocked you. You were probably like, what? I know my imaginary enemy was floored. Tim Spolesky had to pick his jaw off the table. Huh? Huh? Jim siding with the girl in this? I was. But go ahead and pick your jaw back up off the floor because I'm reversing that now. Now that I believe that this is a part of a larger disagreement between these two people and that what he said was in the midst of a... It was just one of the things that he said in the midst of a larger disagreement. Perfectly fair game. Again, if, it, if he came out of nowhere with this unprovoked, he's out of line. But... If she was giving him shit about something and he just threw this in there, A+. plus, A fucking plus. And I, I, I really think that that's the case for this video. It doesn't really make sense any other way unless, of course, it's just flat out fake. In which case, what a waste of time. But yeah. So yeah. In this video... I'm gonna give the guy a thumbs up. Good clapback, sir. I have a feeling this was a clap back, and what a great clapback. You're dead ass right. Call her out. She knows what she's doing. And she, you know, she asked for it by she not not by she didn't ask for it by wearing shorts. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Relax. Calm down, take a deep breath. It's not what I meant when I said she was asking for it. <laughs> I meant that if they got into a tiff about something, there's a 50-50 chance that she started it. In which case, if she did, she was asking for this clapback. All right. Everybody okay? Are we all make it through that? everybody okay? I know that was scary, wasn't it? I almost said something bad. Anyway. Uh, This next clip, I'm pretty sure is not real. This has to be not real, right? Let's take a look. Here we go. And. Yeah, what are you doing? My leg day one month? No, don't give me that bullshit. I know you know what you're doing. So actually. i late day one month? No. You're not going to talk about it. You are actually your actual mom's Are you pointing at me? Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. Don't come to my gym later Okay, let's watch this again. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's that's definitely not a real post. If it is real, the guy's out of line. Obviously. You know, she wasn't. I mean. It, she wasn't technically doing anything that deserved being called out. This is kind of. Well, before I get into that, I'll just discuss why I know it's fake. Because you can tell that when he first walks up and says, yo, what are you doing? That's bad acting. You can hear it. You can actually hear it in his voice. I, I, I know what bad acting sounds like as a bad actor myself. Yeah, what you and that's what bad acting sounds like. Yo, what are you doing? Yo, what are you doing? That's not how people say that. You don't walk up to somebody you never met. Yo, what are you doing? You go, yo, what are you doing? It's a subtle thing. And like I said, I'm not a great actor either. So maybe mine sucked too, but that's not how that goes. So this is obviously fake. It's over the top. He goes to the next level of, you're, you're literally what's wrong with girls. And then, and of course the caption at the beginning of the video is, uh, uh why it's unsafe for women in 2024. Um. And and it's also, I mean, it's a good fake video because she's obviously doing things that, like, could possibly warrant, you could imagine somebody being ticked off about it. Not me. I wouldn't be mad if I saw a girl doing that, obviously. But I would definitely think it was, like, inappropriate. I just happen to not mind inappropriate shit. Some, uh depending on the circumstances. Uh but this is kind of a double standard I would say. Let's let's pretend this video is real and talk about this double standard that exists where a pretty girl can kind of literally go out in public uh wearing, you know, you know, you can, pr- you can pretty much know exactly what she looks like naked uh, by looking at her. And do like kind of vaguely sexual things in the gym, which I've seen done. Like OnlyFans chicks definitely do this kind of shit where they're like doing like fucking like all kinds of splits and like like putting their legs behind their head and shit like that. Like you see pictures of this stuff online. like these things exist. You know they're doing that somewhere. I was at I mean, I mean like i w- i was at I was at the beach a few years back, and there was a there was like this chick like, an obvious Instagram model, like, taking pictures. I think either another girl was taking pictures or she was just taking pictures of herself or something. But they were, like, very provocative, like, in a bikini, like, bent over, like, all kinds of shit. Like, right in front of, like, an older couple and, like, a family or whatever. I don't even know if there was a family. It might have just been, like, an older woman and man. And the woman said something. The woman was like, excuse me, you know, this is just, this is inappropriate for a beach. Like, there are kids here, uh I'm here with my husband and you're like right in front of us doing this like this this you need to stop you know or go somewhere else with it this is not the place and so I was like I mean I again I wasn't going to say that I was enjoying the photo shoot but I totally sided with the older woman when she said that because it's true you can't be doing shit like that in public but you kind of can when you're a pretty girl. I couldn't do shit like that. If I was at the gym, like, and I had, like, an OnlyFans, and I was at the gym just, like, fucking, like, doing that cobra stretch where you, like, are flat on the ground and then lift yourself up like this where it kind of looks like you're, like, humping the ground, and, and, like, I was doing it in, like, a kind of vaguely sexual manner where, like, I'm not just doing the stretch. I'm, like, working a little stroke angle. I'm, like kind of like rounding the hips a little bit, like waving the hips, you know, something like that. And I'm filming it for my OnlyFans or something. Like, that's inappropriate. And I would not be shocked at all if somebody was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Go to your house and do that. Keep that shit on the internet. Like, this is fucking insane. There are women here. There are younger people here, kids here, whatever. Like, this is not appropriate for a public gym. And they would be well within their right to say that. It it's it's it, uh, in theory you would imagine it's the same thing for chicks, but whatever. Um, you know, I'll let somebody else handle that. Uh, I'm just more interested in the conversation of like. Uh, okay, I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt right now. Now the thing is, men and women we find different parts of the body sexually attractive. Like m- men. You know, obviously, you know, the classic big two, you know, besides the face. The face is a given. The face is a given for both sexes. It's the main thing. Pretty face, handsome face, whatever. But then, you know, for guys, it's on fucking tits, fucking big fat fucking ass, tits ass. And then you get to the lower tier shit, you know, fucking feet if you're a fucking psycho and uh, uh, what else? legs legs kind of legs kind of falls into the ass category I guess it's different but you know whatever um so like that's what that's what men kind that's where the male gaze goes first let's let's put it that way that's where the male gaze goes first those attributes in a woman her hips you know up here down there and So women will often wear clothing to the gym and in life in general that put those things on display. Okay. What what do women look at in men? Well, I think by all accounts that I've heard, the number one attractive feature that I've heard women say that they find attractive in a man physically um. Besides the face, again, face is a given, is uh, arms and shoulders. For sure, arms and shoulders. Um, I've heard women say hands, too, if you get a little bit more specific, hands. Uh, And then I've also heard women, those like the V line of your abs. I've heard girls call those cum gutters. Like, you know how like hot guys... Not guys like you and me, but hot guys have like that fucking, um, the V, that li- like an arrow pointing to their dick. That's, that's another thing I've heard women say they find hot. Um, so basically we'll say uh, torso and arms for physical attributes in a man besides the face that women find attractive <sighs> are men then being kind of slutty by wearing cutoffs to the gym because if the if the if the female equivalent of the way a man looks at a girl's ass is the way a woman looks at a guy's arms then in a way by Men going to the gym and wearing cut-off sleeves, not me, but other people I know that go to the gym and wear cut-off sleeves um, to expose their arms and shoulders, are, is, are they essentially in the same boat? I mean, don't get me started on fucking hands. My hands are exposed like most days. Us guys, we never cover our hands. Ever. Slut alert. Um, So I don't know. I guess what what I'm trying to do is draw a comparison to almost excuse the idea that only women are going to the gym dressed for attention. Guys definitely, like I can work out with sleeves. I've done it before and I'll do it again. I could totally work out with sleeves. I enjoy working out without sleeves because quite frankly, I like the way I look more when I'm working out without fucking sleeves. Can I say that? I mean... Does that make me, I don't know, vain, conceited? I don't know. The whole fucking gym is a giant mirror. Every gym you've ever been to is just a big mirror. <laughs> like, clearly, you're supposed to be looking at yourself. Now, I guess in theory, you're supposed to be looking at yourself to make sure you're maintaining the proper form, which, of course, is the main reason that uh, at least I am looking in the mirror. If I happen to notice that, uh, you know, I look better in the mirror with a cutoff than I do with some stupid fucking free t shirt I got from a radio show giveaway, then so be it. But the fact that I'm aware of this reality, look, also, I don't have a full body mirror in my home. So the only time I ever even see what I actually look like in totality, is at the gym. Most of you have a full-length body mirror in your home, and therefore, y- you're not, you're not, you come to the gym, what else is new? Oh, that's me, that's my full body in, on the wall. Who cares? No, I, I, I'm like, what? I only ever see myself from like the belly button up. Okay? So I actually look at myself in the mirror, Way less than the average person. So don't fucking, I'm just trying to be real here. My point, the reason I say any of this is to say, as men, we are also aware of looking better or worse when we go to the gym. I often look like a piece of shit at the gym. I have like old hand me down fucking gigantic track pants and like a wrestling hoodie that's too tight so I look like a fucking pair with like way oversized pants and way undersized hoodie like literally the opposite of what cool dudes wear like cool dudes wear like the skinny jeans with like the shirt that's too big the t-shirt that's too big and they're like yeah that's like a cool dude I'm literally the opposite of a cool guy at the gym pants that are way too big And a shirt that's way too small. Or I have these like stupid gym shorts from like the mid 2000s that like that was before we realized that actually long shorts are stupid. And so they like literally go down past my knees and I look like trash. I look like a juggalo. So most days I look like an idiot at the gym, which is why I especially notice when I don't look like an idiot at the gym. And that's why I bring that up to say women are also aware of looking good and looking bad. Especially the ones that go in full fucking makeup and, uh, you know, essentially a sports bra and a fucking um, painted on shorts. So, you know, hey, look. I guess then at this point, since I've now called men to the table and exposed our deepest, darkest secret, which is that you're kind of being a little bit of a slut too with your sleeveless, bro. Let's just admit it. Let's just admit it. Guys who film videos of them playing guitar on their Instagram, this isn't me. I play guitar. I've never. You will never see me film myself playing guitar on Instagram. I saw a tweet from some girl a while ago that was like, when guys post little videos of themselves playing guitar on instagram like omg slut alert it's true you know what you're doing you fucking slut um but but still overall overall i've heard people say we need we need to ban filming at the gym we need to have you know uh gendered gyms Nah. Nah. I like the scenery. If you're filming, I'll make an extra point to not uh, get caught looking on camera. But, you know, if you happen to catch me, you got me. Uh, I think we're good for a day. Huh? It's Wednesday? Yeah? Right? Right? Cool. Um, Then let's get into uh, uh, the last segment of the show. Little Rook Looks. Um, Guys, there's like no fucking bonuses today. It's honestly ass. I'll I'll pull up DraftKings just to see if maybe they're offering one now because they certainly were not earlier. Um, The only bonus I came across was... The, uh, like an NHL boost on MGM. And I'm not even gonna tell you a pick for that because, uh, I don't fucking watch hockey. I respect hockey as a sport, but I know nothing about it. And I would literally just be taking a wild guess. So I'm not gonna count that, but I I will, you know, just make you aware of, uh, The fact that there is a bonus to take advantage of on MGM, that's positive UV. Um, Let's see what they have on here. Yeah, it's like all hockey today. Um, There's a goal in the first 10 minutes for the, it's a hockey game. uh, Boston versus Edmonton, which I'll opt into. Yeah, the Bruins versus the Oilers tonight. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll throw 10 bucks on that. Doing it right. Oh, wait, max $25 wager? Positive EV. I'll do it. it from minus 160 to plus 100? Say less. Okay. So, cool. You get to watch me be a degenerate live on the air. That is a positive EV bet. Doesn't mean it's going to win, but how unlucky can one man be? Um, Yeah. So, I mean, no real picks tonight outside of those two bonuses that you can go and lock in for yourself. I'm not going to count it in the in the record. Uh, hopefully tomorrow DraftKings will stop being fucking stingy and throw us another 50% boost, like is their responsibility every day, I think. Um, we, we lost our pick last night. St. Mary's Gales did not pull through. Um, it looked like they might. And I mean, they were kind of like back and forth between leading by five and seven the whole time. I mean, there were times when they lost the lead, but like towards the end of the game, they were kind of steadily winning by like four to seven the entire time. Um, And then, you know, when you're rooting for a spread and the winning team, instead of playing just like at the very end of the game, just starts dribbling slowly, you know, you're fucked. As soon as you see like the other team not try to foul and there's like 10 seconds left and they're like all right and they inbound it to him and he's running down and and then the other team just like doesn't do shit and then the other team just starts standing there and dribbling that's a gambler's worst nightmare when you see that and the and the team that you bet on needs like one or two more points to cover but they're winning in reality and you're sitting there as the guy who took them like minus seven and a half and you're like what the are you doing? Score! Shoot a three! And they're winning by fucking. They're winning by fucking five. And you're like, shoot the three! <laughs> five seconds left. What are you fucking doing? <laughs> I can't. Even, I don't know how to watch basketball from a normal like who's gonna win perspective. I only watch basketball in terms of spreads. I don't give a fuck about the score. I'll get pissed off about uh. Like the announcers being like, and yeah, this is probably a time when they want to burn some clock. I'm like, fuck no. I'll burn some clock, run it up. Come on. <laughs> oh man. What a thrill. Uh yeah. So I, I actually ran the numbers and after factoring in the UTEP money line loss, the Houston minus eight and a half loss, the Bethune Cookman win, and last night's St. Mary's. Loss, we are currently sitting at negative uh, 0.95 units. So we're down almost one unit, not quite. That's after 20 bets, so our current yield is at negative 4.75%. That's fine. Uh, one win puts us back into the positive. Uh, it, we've, had a, we've had an unlucky streak. This is, this is part of how it works, guys. You know, there's no such thing as a lock. Uh, In gambling, there's only bets that um, have a positive expected value. The most positive EV bet in the world can still lose and will lose uh, because that's uh, how math works. That's how variance works and and actually uh, straying from the mean, straying from the average is actually part of the average being abnormal. Abnormal results is actually part of normal results. You expect a certain amount of abnormality in order to achieve normality. Um, so I don't know if that fucking made any sense, but I promise it does. Um, so yeah, enjoy those bonuses tonight. Hopefully we'll have some fun picks tomorrow. Um, uh, happy Wednesday till next time. Peace.